You are listening to the Digital Signage Today podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Digital Signage Today podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Cooper, the editor of Digital Signage Today. The top stories for this week include one on how the China trade war is impacting digital signage. The ongoing trade war between the U.S. and China is impacting the digital signage industry by making certain parts more expensive and more difficult to get. Other top stories look at how self-service technology is quickly becoming an issue of political importance. As many argue over whether or not self-service technology, such as kiosks, are removing jobs. Our final story this week looks at what is the key difference between digital signage and kiosks. Despite the fact that both kiosk and digital signage have expanded in popularity, there is still some question about what the true difference is between them. Today on the podcast, we will be speaking with Elliot Moras. He's the editor of Kiosk Marketplace, and he'll be sharing with us key trends in self-service, touchscreen, and kiosk technology. The Interactive Customer Experience Association's mission is to connect B2C brands to technology that elevates the customer experience. Brands have access to resources, project help, news, and insights based around boosting their customer experience. Suppliers gain network opportunities to reach these brands and help them provide solutions to elevate their customer experience. Join today at ICXA.org. Welcome back, everyone, to the Digital Signage Today podcast. Today, I'm joined with Elliot Moras. He is the editor of Kiosk Marketplace and Food Truck Operator, both of them sister sites of Digital Signage Today. Elliot, great to have you. Thanks, Bradley. Good to be here. Excellent, excellent. So today we're going to be talking about some interactive kiosk trends and how those trends really relate to digital signage. So the first question I had for you, Elliot, is what are the long-term kiosk trends that we're looking at? Boy, that's a loaded question. The biggest trends today with kiosks, like a lot of other things, are being driven by the impact of new technology. Technology is happening on many fronts. Artificial intelligence, biometrics, robotics, virtual reality, augmented reality, voice technology, cloud technology, data analytics, blockchain, 5G telemetry, social media, mobile payments. It's a lot to talk about, more than we can talk about in the time we have today. But uh, before getting into all the different verticals that are being affected by all this technology, let's define exactly what we mean. Kiosk Marketplace addresses self-serve interactive kiosks, which are different than people might see at a shopping mall or a flea market. Here at Kiosk Marketplace, we have an official definition of self-serve kiosks, and that is an interactive self-serve device provided by a venue, not the user, that helps the user do something that is informational and or transactional that streamlines, automates, or eliminates weight or cost. Now let's talk about long-term trends. Self-serve technology is exploding. Self-serve kiosks allow all types of businesses and organizations, be it government, retail, transportation, financial, entertainment, to serve consumers more efficiently and at the same time provide a more convenient and rewarding experience. 
Retailers comprise the majority of self-service kiosk operators. In the past few years, retailers have invested in technology to give customers more ways to shop, both offline and online. Interactive kiosks are among the touch points that retailers are using to make shopping easier and more rewarding. Touch screens, integration with mobile devices, and remote machine management. Those three technologies were cited by our readers as among the most promising technologies for kiosk user organizations. That's according to our kiosk marketplace industry census. These three technologies speak to the expansion of e-commerce and mobile ordering that is boosting retail commerce worldwide. Online order and pay has raised the demand for in-store kiosks as retailers are recognizing the need to offer in-store shopping in addition to accepting online payment. As online commerce has grown, retailers have recognized that consumers oftentimes want to visit a physical store in addition to re re researching their purchases online. Pickup lockers are another rapidly expanding opportunity for retailers that deliver a more, a more engaging customer experience. One of the fastest growing retail opportunities today is what's known as BOPIS. It's an acronym that stands for Buy Online, Pick Up in Store. The research firm Adobe Analytics reported that BOPIS sales increased 46% year over year for the past winter holiday shopping season, while overall retail sales only grew 5.2% and online retail sales increased 18%. Self-service pickup stations allow customers to pick up products at stores at their convenience, such as Walmart Towers. Now, the expansion of self-order kiosks and quick-serve restaurants has just exploded in the last two years. And this is important because chain restaurants are probably the most visible example of self-service technology to the majority of consumers. And this change is still in its infancy. As consumers become accustomed to using self-order kiosks for their everyday needs, the momentum will accelerate. Still another trend is the evolution of cashless convenience stores led by Amazon Go. Now, since Amazon Go introduced its first cashierless store in 2016, a host of technology providers have come on the scene introducing similar technology. Just today, Kiosk Marketplace reported another company that just raised $22 million for this type of mm. cashierless transaction technology. Some of the solutions include prefabricated physical stores, while others consist of technology to be used in existing stores. These technologies rely heavily on shelf sensors, artificial intelligence, machine learning, and computer vision. Cashierless stores are still fairly new, and it will take time for consumers to become used to them. Another vertical in which we're seeing a lot of activity today is transportation. Bus and rail systems are deploying interactive kiosks that allow consumers to check transportation schedules and allow them to map out an itinerary, which they can email to themselves on their mobile phone. Cities are replacing manual coin parking meters with internet-connected kiosks that can accept mobile payments 
and advise drivers how much time is left on their parking meter. These technologies enable on-demand-based pricing for parking. They also support smart city initiatives, which many cities are embracing. Airports are embracing biometrics for identity screening, which reduces the time it takes to screen a passenger. But when we're, when we're talking about transportation, we also have to talk about the growth of electric vehicles. The automotive industry has recognized the need for electric charging stations as a major obstacle in the expansion of electric vehicles. Automotive manufacturers, government, utilities, and various organizations are all investing in electric vehicle charging stations. Excellent. Well, thank you for telling us all that about the long-term trends. So do you mind sharing a little bit about what are the short-term trends in the kiosk space? <laughs> okay. Well, just today I released a blog on Kiosk Marketplace, making people aware of the fact that we're in a very political season with the election next year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, unfortunately, our technology is getting a little bit caught up in that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Self-service technology certainly offers a lot of benefits, but there is also a perception held by many consumers and many people in government that self-service technology eliminates jobs. Well, as an example, uh, last week I received an email from the Oregon AFL-CIO mm-hmm. notifying me that they are launching a petition to limit the number of self-checkout kiosks that supermarkets can have. They claim the technology not only eliminates jobs, but creates social isolation and disproportionately impacts people of color. Hmm. Last week, I also reported that New York Mayor Bill de Blasio, who's running for president, is proposing a robot tax as a way to slow the rate of job losses due to automation and hasten the creation of more secure jobs. Under his proposal, corporations that automate procedures that eliminate jobs and fail to provide adequate replacement employment will have to pay the equivalent of five years' worth of payroll taxes up front for each worker whose job is eliminated. Mm-hmm. But that's not all. <laughs> I got more. U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown of Ohio introduced legislation to require companies to provide resources to workers when they adopt new technology that will affect people's jobs companies would have to get to give 180 days notice if a new technology is going to change positions and in 270 days notice if it's going to actually eliminate people's jobs. Mm. The, the political reality is pretty tough out there. But you know, the reality is that technology is changing the workplace just like it's changing consumer needs. And it will be very hard to make a general statement about how self-service actually impacts jobs. So far, the restaurants that have introduced self-order kiosks have not reduced the number of employees. As a matter of fact, many restaurants have found that self-order kiosks actually increase the amount of orders they have to process, causing a need for more back-of-the-house employees. Self-order kiosks have not made a dent in the demand for labor, which remains one of the restaurant industry's biggest challenges. Now, let's, just for historical purposes, let's take a look at how ATMs impacted the number of 
bank teller positions. The number of ATMs in the United States actually quadrupled from approximately 100,000 in 1970 to 400,000 in the late 1990s, according to an article in the Journal of Economic Perspectives. But by reducing the cost of operating a bank, a bank branch, ATMs actually increased the need for tellers, and hmm. teller employment actually rose from half a million positions to about half a million and 50,000 positions over the 30-year period from 1990 to 2010. While the number of tellers per branch fell by more than a third between 1988 and 2004, the number of urban bank branches actually increased by more than 40 <laughs> percent. Wow, that's some that's some really great information. So you specifically mentioned restaurants as being a particularly interesting point in the kiosk industry. So how do you see restaurants innovating in this self-service kiosk space? Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked that, Bradley, because uh, that's, that's a very important question. Uh, the restaurants are probably introducing self-order kiosks faster than any other vertical, and there is a concern about the sanitation of the touchscreen. Mm -hmm. People come into the restaurant, and, and they place their orders, and then they wait, and they get their meal, and then they just uh, open up the, the, the package and start eating after they've touched the touchscreen, which many other people have touched before them. There was a recent survey uh, by a company called Castus, which is based in Ireland, and they produced a micro microbial coating for kiosk touchscreens. And their consumer survey found that consumers are concerned about potential contamination from touchscreens on kiosks. Now, the survey did not actually ask them what they thought was causing the concern, but uh, there was a very, very publicized incident last year about restaurant kiosk contamination in a British newspaper. It was called the Metro, and they reported that bacteria was found by a laboratory on kiosk touchscreens in a quick-serve restaurant. Uh, not just one restaurant, but several in the London and Birmingham markets. Now, health experts agreed that the bacteria risk from the touchscreens is manageable. However, in this survey by Castus, 70% of the respondents in the United Kingdom are worried about using public touchscreens. So the kiosk industry has to embrace strict sanitation practices in order to maintain its commitment to public safety, especially as kiosks are expanding at a very rapid rate. Excellent. So we've talked today about some long and short-term trends in the kiosk industry. So I'm going to end things off with a more general question about the future, and that is, where do you see the kiosk industry going? What's what's the big things? Well, it's, I, believe, I certainly believe it's going to play a bigger part in, in humans' lives going forward. Mm -hmm. um, I specifically see online order and pay as the fastest growing trend that's going to encourage more and more retailers of all types of merchandise to add more kiosks for in-store browsing and outdoor and indoor pickup. Um, restaurants, of course, are going to continue to add more and more self-order kiosks. And as, as these very visible, publicly visible restaurants add more of these kiosks, more and more businesses are going to notice that and think of new ways to bring self-order kiosks into other types of businesses as well.
the cashless convenience store led by Amazon Go is going to take a little bit of time before that becomes better accepted by consumers in general. But there's no doubt in my mind that that trend will accelerate and we're going to see uh, cashless convenience stores on a, on a very, very large scale uh, probably within the next decade. Uh, smart city, of course, is, is, a, is, a, is a buzzword. Uh, cities all over the world are looking at making their buildings uh, and their vehicles a lot more interconnected and, and more efficient and uh, more opportunities for, for communication, be it advertising or public service notices, everywhere you go. But cities worldwide are going to be deploying more and more kiosks to enable wayfinding, uh, disseminating uh, critical information, and allowing citizens to pay for all types of city services. So there's no question kiosks will play a support role for the connected consumer. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Elliot, and thank you for providing that great information. Uh, my pleasure, Bradley. No problem. You take care. Okay.